Welcome to the Good Day to Die podcast. I'm Jason. I will be your co-host for the scene for the season. <laughs> oh, we're gonna keep going. <laughs> All right. I'm sitting across the table from my best friend Chase, the one and only Chase. There's no other, not like this guy. Tonight we're gonna talk about uh, beers, how we got into the beer game, craft beer scene, uh, first beers we've had. Everything, everything in between, Bre- all the juicy details. Breweries that we go to that we like and dislike. We're going to be honest with you all about breweries around our area. The Most of our listeners right now are in our area. So y'all might be able to tell us some stuff that y'all think on uh, like our Facebook page if you're following that. Uh, you can agree and disagree and we can have a little chat on there too. So I'm going to start this off with asking you, Jason the Faber, uh, what is your favorite type of beer and how did you come on to that type of beer my favorite type of beer currently is the hazy ipa um for me as far as palate goes uh it's a stronger ipa usually uh, anywhere from seven to nine percent uh and they always finish smooth they're more citrusy uh, usually have a, a cloudier note to them um, there's le- they're less bitter, but still you get, you know, the bitterness you would get from an IPA, but it's not strong like 80 IBUs or higher. So it's kind of where I'm stuck at right now. I mean, when it gets cold, like it is now here in Virginia, we're in Chandler Valley, by the way. Uh, it's stout season, brother. I'm actually sipping on stout now. Yes, sir. But, uh, if, if you had to tell me what is your favorite, like if you can name a favorite beer of right now, that's, that's out. Let's, let's hear it. Favorite beer right now that's if, out. If you want to talk about hazy, I think I'm I'm gonna go with the one and only Voodoo Ranger. Yeah, the Voodoo Ranger line of beers, for that being a, I just say that's a, a bigger craft brewery, uh, New Belgium that makes that. I would say, you can never go wrong with any IPA in the Voodoo line, and they've got tons. I don't know. I don't like the uh, the big can. The uh, not. The Imperial? Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of their Imperial IPA. Not a huge fan of it. Yeah, well, they, they all taste the same after four. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would say, so, I'll talk about mine real quick. I, I am also, I, I don't have a specific IPA. I'd, I like double IPAs, I'd say, the most out of any. But uh, I started off with Stouts, and then I started hanging out with this loser, and he got me onto IPAs. I converted him. Yeah, they, at first they taste like Pine Saw. And then, uh, you have anything else you got to add to this? Oh yeah, yeah. I'd like I'd like to uh, turn back the dial a little bit. Okay, okay. Going back in time. What was your very first beer you ever had? I ever had? I would probably, if I had to guess, I would say it's probably either Coors Light or Bud Light. Now, did you think after drinking that? Because for me, like when I get to answer this question, I have a definitive answer. Did you think after drinking that beer? You're the very first time you were ever going to drink again. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us now. I drink all the time. But did you think then, like, all right, I'll just Yeah, I was, I was a teenager. I like okay. to drink. So I didn't know about good beer at the time, and I thought piss water was good beer. So, so for me, Old Milwaukee's Best was my very first beer. I actually stole it from a party up the road. Took, I don't know, two or three swigs of it and chucked it out the window. <laughs> And I was like, I'll never drink beer again. And it was probably, it was a few years 
before I ever tried beer again. I went I went straight liquor for I don't know for a good while, and then I want to say Michelob Ultra. I drank. He has to watch that figure, guys. The yeah. little dad body's got going on. Uh, started drinking those, and then probably immediately into Sam Adams, and then you know Sam Adams. I, I for me. I'm 34, so when the craft beer scene was kind of taken off, I think Sam Adams had not not necessarily the foothold, but they were doing things first on a bigger scale, say more you know more nationwide. Um, so it's more readily available. Like we didn't half the breweries that are in our area weren't here. I'd probably say more than half. Yeah, there was like probably Queens, all of them. Queen City. Yeah, but even then, uh, they were brewery and beer. Yeah, that, yeah, that was I get yeah. Brew your, brew your own beer on site or something like that. Uh, and they had decent beers then. Um, but, yeah, Sam Adams, just because you got wheats, they didn't really do much in IPA back then. Uh, you had your, your wheats, porter, stouts. The, the probably my most favorite variety pack was their, uh, I guess they call it their winter collection. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that... Uh... I like. It sounds like you've been in the craft beer game a long time. I honestly, I would say I've I've only been in the craft beer game for three three years, maybe if that. I know for the longest time I would I would bounce between Bud Light and Coors Light, and then close to the end before I switched over to the good side, uh, I was drinking Coors Banquets and Bud Light Limes. I, mean, I could destroy some of them, but I used Vienna Lager from Devil's Backbone to get me into the craft beer world. I had tried some IPAs from actually Queen City, and I thought they tasted like straight pine salt. It was like, I, it was the worst taste of my world I've ever had, I think, in a beer. But maybe now that my palate's grown, or they've gotten better. I th- Well, it, it's, it's funny, like, looking back at, like, I'll, I'll just keep using Sam Adams as, you know, my, my open door. How much beer has changed in 13 years like craft beer in 13 years like IPAs back then are nothing like IPAs now and actually most breweries that had IPAs then don't have the same IPAs that they have now just because not just your palate's changing but everybody's palate's changing everybody wants that new new so every every brewery small big in between is constantly making something different yeah. I mean, you got creamsicle IPAs now. It's smooth. So weird, yeah. It's, I haven't got to try a smoothie one. Shout out to John Bostick if you listen to this. He's supposed to get some stuff from 420 North, and I have not got, a, got to get with him to try them, but they have, like, smoothie beers. But on to the next question, I want to ask you, in this area, in Stanton, Augusta County area, can you name a favorite brewery? Oh, hands down, brother. I can't. So let's hear you can't name a, oh, I can't wow. name a favorite brewery. Well, because IPAs are my bread and butter, uh, I'm going with Redbeard. Downtown Stanton, that's I mean, there for about eight months. <laughs> that was that was my home away from home. Uh, I probably put some of those people uh, to work for the most part, paid their salary. <laughs> Which is kinda sad, but uh their their level of IPAs to me, no one in this area is coming close. See, I'd have to say like like Redbeard. Obviously, we go there a lot, and I love that place. Like shout out to everybody at Redbeard. 
But it just depends on the beer I really want. Like, Skipping Rock has a beer that I like. Seven Arrows, when they have their seasonal beers out there, like like the Spartan. I really enjoy that. But I, I guess you could say if, if I had to pick one to always go to, it's going to be Red Beard. But I just like a variety of different beers, so I, that's all I got. Yeah, I would say, uh, I mean, since you, you're going to expand on the question, uh, if I had to put them in order as far as... I would only I would only do five. I mean, there's a ton of breweries in the Shenandoah Valley. I'm sorry, I'm getting uh, indigestion here. Um, so I'm not gonna name them all off, but I would say for for myself, the ones I go to on the regular, Redbeard first, Skipping Rock, Seven Arrows, Basic City, um, and then Stablecraft. As far as this area. I would say they're they're the best local breweries that we have. If you want to expand further, Harrisonburg, Crozet. Yeah, I mean, we could we could be here all night naming off great breweries. I mean, tonight we're drinking Star Hill, and that's across the mountain from us. Um, as far as the beers that they sell, I guess like production beers, I call them. I'm, I'm not a big fan, but if you go to the brewery itself, all their small batch beers. Are phenomenal. Talking about small batches of beer, that's one reason I really like Redbeard. They are, their logo is uh big beers, small batches, ain't it? Is it that? Now I'm pushing on the spot <laughs> and I can't remember either. Uh, they brew small batches of big beer. Yeah, small batches of big beer. They they don't distribute anywhere, and I really like that because they're uh like they have like you have to come to Stanton to get their beer, and it's. It's honestly, if you're within an hour, two hours, and you want to take a day trip, like I live in Stanton, and I don't think it's the most beautiful place ever, but if you come here on a trip, supposedly it's really beautiful, and Redbeard is definitely a place you want to stop. And if Skipping Rock or Seven Arrows are open, I definitely think about stopping there. The owner of all three are actually pretty great people, but Jason out of Skipping Rock, if you have a conversation with him, it's, you could talk to him all day. Solid guy. Yeah, we have we. I guess we're. I guess we are fortunate to have, uh, you know, a lot of great breweries in this area, that are owned by a lot of great owners. That, um, I mean, you sitting there drinking beer if you didn't know the owner, and he came up and talked to you and didn't introduce himself as the owner, you may never even know he's the owner. They're just they're very sociable, uh, all very humble. So let's go on to another question. Let's ah, that's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna try and branch off onto. Out of all the breweries we just talked about, which brewery has your favorite, what is your favorite beer on tap right now? Uh, right now, today is what, the November 22nd of 2020, Red Beer has Little Mama. That's probably my favorite beer, I wouldn't say all time, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a top five beer for myself. Uh, Seven Arrows, they have an Alpha Decay IPA. Very good. Different, totally different style of Little Mama, but still a great IPA. Skipping Rock. They just named those double IPAs and stuff. So. Yeah, but that's that's not even the one I like the most. It's the, uh, what's the one we got the keg of? The Doppelbacher. The Doppelbacher. Man, I'm great. probably not saying that right. It's it's a Doppelbacher. I can't remember the exact name of it. They don't, they don't really do fancy names on their beers. They just keep it simple, which is actually easy, but in Hard this case, uh, can't even think what, what they actually call it. But it's... It's really good. It's my favorite beer on right now. Actually, I, and the sad thing is it's my favorite beer on tap right now, but I don't get it that much. 
is from Redbeard, their AMOG stout. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is, if you're a stout person or if you like coffee and you're just like on the fence about anything about beer, go to Redbeard and order an AMOG stout. It is amazing. And then you talked about the Alpha Decay from Seven Arrows. The only thing bad about Seven Arrows is, is all their stuff is seasonal. Like, I like their Spartan IPA, but that don't come back out until the springtime. And Which, when it's gone, it's gone. It makes me sad because I miss it. Yeah, but I mean, like, I think that's what's cool about everything. Is every every brewery does something different. Seven Arrows is seasonal, so it gives you something to look for. Like you know, like hey, in August Spartan's dropping. No, it's like March. Well, or I'm just using an example. See, I, he and he knows. I don't even know. <laughs> so that that's what makes it neat. Is especially if you're local and you can keep up with them, you can. Uh, you know, like you say, you, what do you say, April and March? I think so. Okay, so, you know... It's uh, right in the springtime. Yeah, so we'll just say springtime, you know, Spartan's dropping. So for the next, you know, few weeks, you're probably going to go in there, support that brewery. Uh, for me, like Red Beer, Sablecraft, Skipping Rock, you know, all the, all the other ones, uh, they have a lot of beers that they keep on tap year-round. So I can I know I can always go there for the beers that I like and they'll always be on tap but for Seven Arrows you know since they do the seasonal thing you know different ones are coming Seven Arrows another shout out I'd like to do is if you're in the Gus County area and you want to go to Seven Arrows I'm telling you right now shout out to Ben Demery Nobos Kitchen is the best food you can get at any brewery around here uh oh shots fired <laughs> I don't know if they're fired at it the truth hurts sometimes the truth hurts yeah he's, he's got some of the best wings in general they're amazing, and he, he's a really great guy. I haven't seen him in a while, but I love you, Ben. Yeah, he he there for a while. He had, uh, I would say, the uh, seventh best best beard in the valley, maybe maybe eighth. <laughs> <laughs> What's your next question, there, bud? Next question for you. Oh, went through most of mine. All right, you well, got I got anything? one for you. You got yeah. anything? Hit me with it. So you you mentioned Vienna Lager was your. Uh, First, I guess, craft beer. I wouldn't say it was my first. It was what really got me. Because like okay. I said, I tried IPAs before. Is it, So after after Vienna Lager, is that when you started, like, hey, you know, there's there's other beers out there. Let's, let's, is that when you started diving in? Yeah, I made the mistake of going from Vienna Lager at Double Backbone to, I don't know if any, anybody else had this, but their 16-point IPA. Oh, that's... And that stuff right there, if you've never drank a 16-point IPA... From Devil's Backbone, it's dangerous. And I don't know why, because the ABV is like a 7.6 or something like that. But for some reason... I think it's 9%. I don't know. We can we can fact check it. I'm a fact Hold checker. Up. Honey, will you look up Devil's Backbone 16-pointer and tell me that ABV on it? Hello? Is that a yes? I'm doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, our secretary's a little slow today. Our fact checker. But yeah, I went to, I went to that and uh, I started drinking that, and then I started uh, Seven Arrows dropped their. Uh, what did you want to know there? ABV. ABV. Seven Arrows dropped their Sundog Milk Stout, so oh, I got yeah. into the stout game for a while, for a long while before I was friends with Jason, and uh, I just kept drinking that for the longest time. Got any kind of stout I could get everywhere I went. I got stouts, and. And then I started hanging out with Jason, and it went downhill with IPAs really quick because I started loving them things. 
So, one question I forgot to ask you. Let's go. What is what would you say would be the rarest beer you've had? Um You've tried the Utopia, haven't you? The sixteen point, right? Yeah. The Imperial IPA sixteen point. It is nine point one percent. Oh Boom. Jason was right, it is Fire. a nine percenter. So yeah, the sixteen pointers will mess you up. But back to that question. Have you um, have you ever had the Sam Adams Utopia? I have not. We need to talk I, Roger into letting I, us I've only I've only seen the bottle. I mean at four hundred dollars for a, I don't I don't know how many ounces are in the thing. Um, it's quite the quite the pill to swallow. One day we'll get one and try it for y'all. Yeah. If we have any awesome fans out there that want to send us one, <laughs> um, we'll put a we'll put a uh, a message out there how you can get in touch with us. Uh, but as far as rare beers go, I just, it's not really a rare beer. You can get it every year. Uh, is the Dogfish Head One Twenty? That's a uh, an IPA, double IPA that's continuously hot for 120 minutes, and it comes in. Anywhere from 18 to 19.5% ABV. So it's not a beer. It comes in a four-pack, and it's not a beer you're going to buy a four-pack and go home and, and kill them. Because you're... It's, you're going to be dead. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's what's crazy about it is, is the, like reading the description of the beer and how it's made, your first thought is like, it's strong, it's going to be super bitter, and it's not. like It, it totally... Because they have the 90-minute and the 60-minute. To me, those lower uh, hopped beers are actually more bitter. Um, they 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 they're essentially the same beer, just not continuously hopped for as long. The one twenty comes in super smooth, and I try and get it every year that it comes out, and it's and it and it's like ten dollars a bottle. I mean, it's not it's not a cheap cheap beer to get. I'll say that the worldwide stout version of it, that one is. That's a man's beer. That's a real yeah. man's beer. And, and it comes in at the same ABV. It's 18, 19%. But that beer, you know you're drinking an 18% <laughs> beer. Yeah, you, you had said one time about mixing them. I haven't yet to try yeah. that yet. So I'm going to throw out another local company. It's not a brewery. Uh, Baja Bean in downtown Stan. They had the Worldwide Stout and 120 in bottles. And they did a mix. It was half Worldwide, half 120. And that... Is probably the best mixed beer I've ever had in my life. I can't go there. That's really good mixed beer. Well, I mean, we've we've had a lot of good mixed beers, but that one is so unique. Like it's not something we can just go every day and get a mix of. You're that right. that it hits different, and you only need one. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to say, I think the rarest beer I think I'll have say I had was uh, from Smart Mouth, the Lucky Charms beer. Mm. A lot of people looked for that, and I got lucky. And got a four pack of it, and that was really good. It wasn't like it wasn't out of this world like everybody was talking about. Like the, it's not on my top ten beer list, but it, it's good. At the end of the day, you can say you can sit down. Yeah, and, I can say I'm like, say you had it. Like I can say right now, I've had it. Yeah, that's yeah. The, that was one of those beers I think sold on eBay for like four hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, you know, which is nuts. I not for me. No, I didn't. I did not pay four hundred bucks. Uh, you got any other questions? Yeah. Um, what do you enjoy more, going to breweries? You know, cause, I mean, for us, we can go to all the local breweries as much as we want to. But uh, do you like hitting bottle shops, getting other other breweries from uh, other beers from different breweries around, or traveling to other breweries and getting their stuff? Because un- unfortunately, in Virginia, I know there's a lot of uh, 
like beer delivery services out there, Beer Drop, Tavour. Um, in Virginia, we can't partake in any of those. We st- can we still do it because of COVID? It has nothing to do with COVID. It's our it's our ABC. Not saying, well, now COVID when COVID started that you could have that. Well, so in Virginia, we can only get beer delivered from local Virginia breweries. We can't get outside like beer from Colorado. It's just not possible. Uh, but once, once I mean, if Virginia would get their act together, I mean, we could be trying beers from all over the country. I, I would definitely sign up for something like that. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm all for trying the up and up stuff. Yeah, I'll say, I would say to answer that question, I, I would rather travel, travel, that'd be, yeah, travel to the breweries around and uh, try their beer because bottle shops, like, I understand it's a business trying to make money. But it's it's just so high in price for some stuff. I, we went to one a couple of months ago. We went to one a couple months ago, and I got like I'd say ten, fifteen beers, and it was like eighty dollars or something like that. I think it was eighty dollars. I don't know. It was really expensive for the amount of beers that I got. Did you have one of the graham crackers? Mocha double chocolate stout. And another toasted marshmallow. Oh, man, you got to go on the switch one time out for uh, the graham cracker. You got to try the graham cracker. Yes, sir. But yeah, I just right think that uh, bottle shops are just like, I understand you're trying to make your money, but they're a little overpriced for me. Like, I'm not rich. I ball on a budget. So I want to be able to try my beer. And then when you go to other breweries, you actually get to see their atmosphere because atmosphere is a big thing for me when I'm at a brewery. Like, if it's you, you can automatically tell when you walk into a place. Correct me if I'm wrong. If it's gonna be like a good place to go, because like you'll you just feel the environment, it's the vibe. Yeah, you can feel the vibe. Are you right. mixing them? No, I got a mocha double and a toasted coconut double chocolate stout. Which one do you want? I'll take the mocha because you didn't get the graham cracker. I just grabbed. I wouldn't. I've a podcast here, so I didn't want to be digging through the fridge. No, I, I do agree. I love I love going to breweries. Um, I've I've been. T- been to a lot but every brewery is different every brewery has a different uh i guess type of people that go yeah which is it's fine i mean like we're, we're a lot of like i can go anywhere any brewery and start a conversation with anybody and that's for me that's what i love i was like because you just you, ha- you already have a common interest because you're at a brewery drinking beer Everything else is easy. Everything else is easy. So, if you could pick any brewery in the United States to go to, do you have a certain one you'd want to go to? Or like an area to drink at? Like not to like be specific on the beer? Uh, an area? Uh, Asheville, North Carolina. Sorry. That's where I'd want to go. Yeah, Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, I think is ranked number one as far as nationwide as uh, breweries per capita. Um, I was in Greensboro not too long ago. Great breweries down there. Um, Richmond, I mean, Richmond, Virginia is up and coming. I, I think there are almost over 40 breweries. I don't, I don't know if that's in Richmond uh, City, but as far as within a 40-minute drive of the whole whole city of Richmond... You're talking, I, I think it's 37, but they're, I mean, one could open yesterday, but I think they're close to 40 breweries in that small region, which is nuts. Like, you can spend a weekend down there 
And if you really hustle, you might be able to hit all forty. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'd say I, I would say same thing with me. It'd be North Carolina, Asheville, because I've heard some really good stuff. But talking about Richmond, if you're ever in Richmond, and you can make it to a licking hole. They have this IPA called Nuclear Nugget. Woo! Yeah, that one is good. That's creamy. It's that thing is eleven percent. And about your second one in, you're like, man, I think I fucked up. <laughs> Uh, for for me, as far as Richmond Breweries go, since we're going to talk about it, uh, Triple Crossing is my favorite. I hated it when I went to it. <laughs> I hated it. Uh, I like the one downtown. I I know they have certain names. I, I don't know what the logo's called, but uh, I'm, I guess I'm a tourist when I go there. But the the one downtown, the small one, uh, I just like the atmosphere there because it's, I mean, you're is literally... Is the Phoenix? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Never mind. I, I, don't, I like that one. The other one I went to sucked. Okay. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I can't think. There's so many down there, I can't even think of all the ones we went Stone, to. man. If you ever make it to the Stone one here, I'll give you a tip. Yeah, the- if you're driving to Stone looking for it like I was when I was down there, uh, you're actually looking for a fucking warehouse. Like, this place, when I was driving around, I finally seen it. And I've seen, they can't put up signs because Richmond won't let them or something like that. So they got this small little piddly sign type deal. And when you pull in there, you're like, am I even at the right spot? Then you see the gargoyle up there. And the gargoyle, like, this is literally a warehouse. It makes our target look small. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess Stone is still considered craft beer. Uh, they're probably, I would say they're bigger than Sam Adams now. Uh, maybe even bigger than Dockers. They may be the biggest, uh, I'm doing air quotes, you can't see a craft brewery out there. I mean, they're everywhere. Hey, Whitney. Fact Search check. with the fact check the uh, what the biggest brewery craft brewery is. That's not bought out and, like and where? in the United States, the motherfucking world. I, I, they are definitely the biggest in the world. Um, they're in they're in Germany. Uh, they started in San Diego. I might be wrong. It might be Escondido. Somewhere over there. Would you just call me? It wasn't. It wasn't negative. Oh, okay. Just um, but yeah, so my. So everyone who knows me uh, calls me Stone. Stone is my favorite brewery, hands down. They were the first to go balls deep into IPAs, and I would still say to this day, uh, they're they're top five as far as large production IPAs go. And they, I don't think they haven't sold out yet, have they? No. That see, and and that's what's awesome about them is they never will. Good. Some, same Yingling and Sun Incorporated. Oh, Yingling is a craft uh, beer. No. It's no, we're gonna, we're gonna start a whole other podcast on why <laughs> Yingling is not a craft beer. <laughs> <laughs> so, then that would be Sam Adams. Yes, and then three Sierra Nevada. Okay. Which is also good. I don't know if y'all can hear Whitney in the background, but that's our secretary. Yeah. Or New Belgium Brewing. Wow. So New Belgium is the one that creates uh, the Voodoo Ranger line. Um, oh man, Stone isn't even in the top five. Hey, hey, it happens, man. Can't stay on top forever. But you can be wrong a lot. And I was just checking. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that is that. Stone is, is number nine. Oh, number nine. hey, we're top ten, baby. <laughs> you said top five thirty seconds ago. Hey, like I said, times times are changing. Uh-oh. Well, guys. We're going to call this a day on this podcast. Maybe we'll record another one after this and give you a little drop today and maybe a drop 
three or four days from now, give you something to listen to on Thanksgiving when you're dealing with people you don't want to deal with. I can't believe we only had a beer and a half. I know. We're, <laughs> we're just having fun. We were talking too much. Yeah. Uh, thanks to everybody that listens to this. Uh, I love y'all. If we ever get it big, I'll remember the 130 people that have viewed our first uh, podcast. Yeah. I don't know who you are, but I've had a lot of. I've heard a lot of people say stuff. So, hey, we're, I, we're gonna figure out a way to uh, to see who you know who our audience is. I mean, we we can already kind of tell uh, like the demographic we're getting, which is cool. Uh, we know who we're targeting, or we're not really targeting anybody, but we know who we're reaching out to mostly. Um, but at, you know, as we keep going, equipment's gonna get better. Podcast could get better. Our dialogue is probably going to get worse. Um, <laughs> Let's do one drunk one time. We'll have to do that one live. <laughs> so, but yeah, soon. Uh, hopefully, within like the next two or three podcasts, we'll actually uh, go live with them, and we'll be able to start taking questions. And thank y'all for listening to us and working with us. Uh, this is like been one of our dreams to start this, and we love y'all. Yeah, we'll catch y'all on the next podcast, guys.